You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Huge day of college basketball starting at noon, going probably all the way until about midnight. Knicks win. Nets win. But that's not where we're going to start. You know what the Nets have to have to do? They have to obviously root two win games. Important. I don't think they can possibly get up to the six. I don't, I don't think. It was a struggle last night against a horrendous Portland team. And then you need to root for Toronto to win. Maybe more importantly than the Nets winning, Toronto winning. And Cleveland falling back. So that you do not have to go on the road to Toronto for one game. But Raptors lose last night. And here's the thing. I was reading an article last night. says this, this man that everyone thinks is just going to be lifted so quickly. Don't be so sure about that. Don't be so sure about that. So we will see. We're less than three weeks from the start of baseball. Uh, the Nets have 11 games remaining in the season. Knicks with a win. Now, mind you, the Nets 37-34. and 34. Behind them, Atlanta 35-35. and 35. Charlotte 35-35. and 35. So they could pass Toronto where you wouldn't get Kyrie at home. They could stay where they are, where you wouldn't get Kyrie on the road. So you got you got to root for Toronto to win and Cleveland to lose is what you need if you're a fan of Brooklyn. But I, I didn't I didn't want to start with the NBA. There's two stories I want to start with. Um Deshaun Watson and, and the Yankees. You said the Yankees, what is it about the Yankees? Well, moments ago, seconds ago, really, and this will be news because this is this is good stuff. Um, John Heyman does a great job, uh, Major League Baseball Insider. This is now three minutes ago. Says Yankees have now emerged as a, well, let me read you the tweet. And now I've piqued your interest, right? You're like, wait, you have Yankees news? Now you've said it, but you haven't really said it? That's right. I've piqued your interest. I might, maybe I'll tell you at 915 just to keep you for the entire first segment. No, I'll tell you now. Yankees have emerged as a possibility for Trevor Story under considera- consideration at least. So, here's the thing. If the Yankees land Trevor Story, and you've gotten Rizzo, and you had Kiner Falefa, and you had Josh Donaldson, you know what? I could live with that. Because I would imagine that the Story contract would be short-term. If you don't, if you do not land Trevor Story, and Carlos Correa was there for the taking on a short-term deal, so he signed a three-year $105 million deal, okay? With a player opt-out after year one and after year two. Are you kidding me? That he was available on a short-term deal and he's going to play in Minnesota and not the Yankees? Now, if I'm Houston, I'm annoyed too that I had this guy and I couldn't, I couldn't give him that kind of a deal. Obviously, he wants to get paid immediately, and then he wants to, you know, have a good season, opt out, most likely, and then get paid again. But that was that—that's the perfect scenario for the Yankees. Now, like I said, if I'm Minnesota, I'm annoyed as well. But you know what? I'm not in Minnesota. I, I'm not in in Houston. I should say rather. I don't. I don't really care about Houston, and I'm not talking to the Houston fan base. I'm talking to the Yankees fan base. How you do not hear this news and are not beside yourself. I I would have absolutely no idea. By the way, we're going to do all that we do. Stump Rothenberg, 1030. 
get to a lot of your calls. 1-800-919-3776. Jake Montgomery back in the building. Ty Butler, other side, all that stuff. But I'm telling you, man, if I was a fan of the Yankees and the one, I mean, that that's, ex- it, it, I, you couldn't script it better. Well, Correa is available. Correa will leave Houston. But Correa doesn't want to sign a long-term deal. He wants to sign, really, in essence, a one-year deal with, God forbid, something goes terribly wrong, player option for year two and year three. That, that's on the table. No, we don't want that. Oh, why? We've got Kiner Falefa. We already added Josh Donaldson, Anthony Rizzo. Y- you know what? Resign Rizzo. How about, how about this? Resign Rizzo. Sign Correa. No Donaldson, no Connor Falefa, and now you still have Sanchez, and now you still have Urshela, and you can package them with Voight for maybe something that a guy who's a single-A pitcher who's not even considered a great prospect. Listen, I have defended Brian Cashman a lot. To sit here and tell me that he's had a great offseason, unless something changes from this moment forward, and I'm not saying it, it can't, but at this point, I don't even, uh, you'd love to sign Story, but it, it, why would you sign Story now? You have your shortstop. You have a second baseman. You have a backup you know, second baseman. You have a third baseman. You have a first baseman. What's, what's exactly the point? Not that I don't like Trevor Story. I like Trevor Story a lot. I just don't understand the point. It seems redundant. He's better, but it feels and seems redundant. Boy, if I, w- I was a Yankees fan, I'd be hot. I would be hot about this. 1-800-919-3776. Because this is, I mean, you couldn't have scripted it better. This is exactly what you wanted. Well, we don't want to sign. Maybe we offer Carlos Correa a huge deal, but we tell him after a year or two, you're going to move to third base. You don't even have to do that. You have the out right there. Carlos, you want a short-term deal? We want a short-term deal. You want to win a World Series and be a free agent? We want to win a World Series and move on to Peraza or Volpe. Boom. Done. Thank you. By the way, Carlos Cray is signing to play in Minnesota? What's going on with that? Why would he want to do that? He has the Astros on the table. They're, they're, they, they're great every season. He has the Yankees right there. They're a team that's in the postseason every year. And he signs with Minnesota. Now, good on the Twins. Brilliant by the Twins, right? They signed Correa. And God, God forbid, I saw this from Buster only early this morning, and he's right. God forbid they stink, right? Which is which is a possibility. They were awful last year. For argument's sake, Twins stink. You know what? Before the trade deadline, you know who you dangle out there? Well, Carlos Correa. Yeah, it's it's a very manageable deal. And you bring back the elite prospect because he would get the elite prospect or even maybe more than one. So just, I, I really, I, I would be incensed, incensed. And I'm the person who sat here telling you, you know what? Don't worry about it. Let, let's wait until it's all said and done. Let's not overreact or, 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 or prematurely react to Brian Cashman because I don't, I don't think that's fair to him. He's really smart. He's really talented. He typically finds a way to do the right thing. This is what you wanted? It, it, I, honestly. And I know you're going to get the Yankees apologist. See, that's the thing with me, and that's what people have trouble handling, is that I'm going to give you brutal honesty whether you like it or not. So you might sway things or have conversation where you, oh, I mean, you know what? Rizzo's good. Yeah, Rizzo's a good player. 
Donaldson can be a good player. Yeah, Donaldson can be a good player. I don't like picking up $50 million in his contract, but yeah, Donaldson can be a good player. Connor Falefa is a terrific defensive player. It's a pretty good hitter. Not for power, but a pretty good hitter. You know what? The Yankees are better. Yeah, I guess the Yankees are better. You know how they'd be even better? If Carlos Correa was the shortstop. I didn't need Josh Donaldson. I, I, I agreed to take Donaldson so I could get Connor Falefa. But I'd rather have Correa regardless of that. Oh, be livid. Livid. 1-800-919-3776. So clearly, I feel a way, and I think you do as well, about the Yankees. Uh, and then, I, I actually feel uncomfortable. But this is what the NFL is able to do. And I guess it's a, a credit to them. And in some ways, it's, it's somewhat embarrassing for them. I don't know if embarrassing is, is the right word. Eight days ago, we discussed Deshaun Watson, and it's, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the kind of guy I would want to want to bring to my team. It's a guy that has 22 uh, cases pending for sexual misconduct with, with masseuses all, all around the country. And you, you know what? I, I think my organization, you know, whoever is speaking for their organization, I think my organization is better than that. I don't, and the Giants came out and said, we're, we're not interested in Deshaun Watson. Whether it's because of the money, whether it's because of what he has going on, whether it's because they want to give Daniel Jones one more try, whatever it is, the Giants, they didn't want any part of that. You know what? Thanks, but no thanks. But a week ago, last Friday, the news comes out that he will not be prosecuted in a court of law, right? There's not going to be any criminal charges. And all of a sudden, it goes from Deshaun Watson as persona non grata to we're, we're, let's have every celebrity in our city start calling Deshaun to convince them of why Atlanta is the place that you want to be. Hey, Deshaun, Atlanta. I mean, we, we have you know, adult entertainment. We have beautiful suburbs. We, you, you have a tie to this city. So, you know, reaching out at late, you got to come to New Orleans. There's, there's the French quarter. I mean, it's a great city. What, what a beautiful place. New Orleans is Cleveland. We're willing to burn our bridges with the quarterback that we selected first. Who's pretty good. Not great, but pretty good in hopes of landing you. Not, we will do it because we will land you in hopes of landing you. So it goes from no thanks, wait and see, no uh, no prosecution in, in, a, in a court of law, in a criminal case, and now everybody and their brother wants the Sean Watson, which on one side, it's like, you see what the NFL does? They make you, they, there's still 22 cases pending in, 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 in the civil suit. Now, if he settles for nothing, I'm sorry. I, I feel I feel uncomfortable. I feel like this is we we are. You know, I, I love the conversation. Well, I yeah, you know, I'm done with the NFL. No, you're not. No, no, you're not. It's too violent. I don't want my kids to watch head injuries like that. No, you're not. They're kneeling at the anthem. I'm not watching anymore. No, you're not. You know, there's an alleged sexual predator or many running around the league. I'm not watching because of that. No, you're not. And therein lies the problem. Is that truthfully, and this is the truth, and this is a hard truth and one that I'm as guilty as anybody else, is that nobody really cares. 
No, no, you say you care. Nobody really cares. Can I bring this guy to my team and does he make my team better? That's it. Deshaun Watson goes from criminally prosecuted eight days ago, and that's a real possibility, to he signs the biggest contract for guaranteed money in the history of the National Football League. So you might say you care, and deep down you might even care, but realistically, when it comes to going to a game or watching it or consuming it or rooting for your favorite team, you, I, your neighbor, your friend, your girlfriend, your wife, my guys on the other side of the glass, people that work at the station, we don't care. We don't. We want entertainment, and we want our teams to win. 1-800-919-3776. We love the NFL so much that whatever they do, we don't care. Adrian Peterson, I don't like it. I don't care. Bring it to my team. He can rush for 1,500 yards. It's great. It's great. Deshaun Watson, you know what? I don't want that. He's available. Oh, I can have him. Three three ones, a three and a four. You know what? I'll take that. Bring that to my team. The truth is, we don't care. Tyreek Hill, the fastest guy in football. You know what? I don't love it, but I don't care. Kareem Hunt. You know what? I don't feel great about it, but yeah, I'll take that. You know why? I don't care. That's the truth. We love football so much that we check our morals at the door for our teams to win. 1-800-919-3776. So that's going on. I wanted to spend a minute here, and then we'll break it. I know we're going a little over, and I apologize, but this is important to me. Um, I've been at ESPN for, I can't even believe this, for 11 years now. And I've run into a lot of people who I really, really like. Really, really like. And who are really, really kind. Um, And some not so much. But for the most part, people that I really like. And they've been really great. And I've done a lot of shows on the network where it's heard nationally and not just here. uh, Here in, in New York, but also around the country. And when I was doing that, I did a lot of football shows on Sunday mornings to for for years um f- for years years ago a couple of years ago 3 4 5 years ago but for years 6 7 years right and we would all the time have John Clayton on and he was i mean i the first time i ever spoke to John John Clayton i remember thinking to myself boy i kind of made it i mean well what'd you do this morning on radio well we had John Clayton on I mean, John Clayton is a name that everyone would hear and just think to themselves, you know what? It's a pro. He's a good guy. He's someone easy to listen to. He's informative. And you know what? I don't feel dirty when the conversation is over. And John Clayton yesterday passed away at the age of 67. And I just wanted to take a second. You know what? It is a tough business. It can be a nasty business. There's a lot of great people in this business. I've made a lot of good friends. Uh, but John Clinton was always, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you, we were tight, we were good friends. But you know what? We weren't. And he always treated me with, with the utmost of respect and very, very kindly. And I wanted to take a minute and just kind of reflect on a, a tremendous life well lived and a guy who was always kind. And I've, you know, like I said, a very cutthroat business. I have never, ever, and I mean this sincerely, heard anyone 
say a negative word about John Clayton. So I wanted to, to open the show and not let the whole first segment go by without mentioning his passing at 67, one of the great, the giants in our industry. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. All right, phone lines all lit up, and we'll get to those calls in just a moment, 1-800-919-3776. Before we do any of it, this is the time of the show that a lot of people, they, they, they probably set their, their alarms for now when Ty starts speaking, and then there are others that detest you. But you know what, Ty? Love you or hate you. People want to listen to you, and I say good morning to you. And I guess people want to vote for you in a poll even when you're going up against Michael K. By the way, I received 33%, more than I could have imagined. You are your own best advocate, aren't you? I, I, I thought I was going to get wiped in, in this uh, 2022 whole sadness for those of you. I have you. a question for you. What's up? You love whole sadness, by the way, don't you? Love it. Love it. Because I, I uh, love that it, it creates like internal friction. It's great. And I, I love that too. And I think I'm one of the few that loves the fact that now there's infighting at the station. Oh, it's amazing. And by the way, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, if you listen to Dave and Rick during the week from 5 a.m. To, to 8 a.m., DNR, they're doing their own you know, NCAA-esque March Madness bracket where they're pitting hosts at the station up against each other. Now, Dave this week went up against Max Kellerman. And, and when I was, went, 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 went up is, is yeah, it's, like overstated. Like, it was like a first-round buy with all yeah. due respect to the great Max Kellerman. But uh, I was pitted up against the great Michael K, and I expected like a 99 to 190. No, people yeah, like you. 98, but against K? People like you, and I think there's a lot of people that don't like him. There's a lot of people that like him, but there's a lot of people that don't like him. And it was He's an, like you. You know, it's good. It, 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 you're either beloved or you're disliked. It's I got a good. nice endorse, you know people, endorsement. You, the last thing you want is, what do you think of Ty Butler? Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> no you opinion. don't want that. I got to give a um, big up to my, my buddy Nick Wright. He gave me an endorsement and helped now, me. Now, this is what I wanted to ask you. He helped me. What's up? This is what I wanted to ask you. Did Nick Wright seek you out and say, oh, I see you need help in this matchup. Let me tweet. Go for Ty. Or did you reach out to Nick and and plead with him. I could use your help. Put out a tweet, begging people. To no, 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 him. no. He 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 saw it. He's up doing his television show. Right. He saw me retweet it, but he did reach out to me via text and say that's twenty five hundred dollars per tweet. If you're interested, I, I can help you out, but it's going to cost you some money. So you you paid twenty five hundred dollars. I did not, but I, I guess if if he were to continue, you know, endorsing me on on Twitter, he's got a lot so of the followers. So the first taste is free. Free. And then you're going to start paying. And then you got to start paying for it. But sixty-eight thirty. If, if it had gotten close, if it was, you know, it was like say eighty twenty, then all of a sudden he sends that tweet and it, it seventy thirty, sixty-five, <laughs> sixty forty. Would you be like, you know, I what, might man, have hey, to dole it out. Give me another. Give me another. I might have to dish it out, man. That would be a huge upset. Would you have paid? And I mean, uh, this is an honest question. One thousand dollars to win bracket madness to yes. win hosted. I would have done that. You would have. It's great for the career arc. It's great. For, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happens now on Sunday mornings at eight o'clock. <laughs> oh no, is it seven o'clock? Right? No, it's eight eight to eight nine o'clock. A.m. You, 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 and Joe Wiz. I don't know if that dynamic is completely shattered now, but you obliterated him. How do you do the show with him on Sunday? Destroyed. Morning? I mean, he's he's a good guy. He he understands. Well, he's the... a good guy who who people look at as clearly second to you, <laughs> second to me. Yeah. But here's what's more fascinating to me: like you're on the opposite side of the bracket. Uh, of of myself, so we could have, in theory, faced off in the title game, and that would have been great for this show. So I think you should have like paid, 
You know, we should have rigged this to, in a way where we could have faced I'm not, off. I'm not rigging. I'm not rigging. You could have done that, but now I'm you're not, going up against Don. How do you feel about that? I don't feel great. You can't. It's it's your show's bracket, so you can't lose. That's embarrassing. Well, I, I think I very well might. I think Don, I, of anyone you don't want to face, it's Don. I would prefer to face Michael than Don. Nobody doesn't like Don. That's a, well, because Don doesn't have like because like people hate Michael because the Yankees. Like if you're if you're anti-Yankees, then. I guess naturally. Yeah, but, uh, but pe- people dislike Rick. People dislike Michael. Why people would people di- dislike Rick? Well, I think he, I don't know. I've heard people, that, I don't like some of his, his behavior, his, his attitude, that kind of <laughs> he's stuff. He's a fun, he's a, as Kawhi Leonard said, he's a, he's a fun guy. But you against Don, that's, that might be the best matchup of, of this second round. All right, so you're, you're going to vote who you're voting for. I, I got to go with my guy Dave. With, uh, nice. Don, I love Don. But who doesn't, you, that's the problem. But you're my Everybody guy. Everybody, lo- even if you're going to vote for me, like I'll vote for Dave, but I love Don. But it's your show. I, oh, I'm, I'm so nervous for you. I don't know if you can recover from losing in round two of a, of a a, a bracket hosted by your own show. If I, I mean, listen, just because I have home court doesn't mean I'm going to win. But that would come on. That can't happen, man. This would if be it like would, if it were anybody else. I would say, you know what? I agree with you. Don, Don is beloved. He is. People now is he? Love Don. Is he going to campaign for himself on I, Twitter? I would think so. Does it mean that much to him? I think he. See, here's the thing. Nobody cares until they care. Yes. You know, now, I don't. I don't care how I do in that thing. Oh, I care. Peter's like, what a dumb idea. I don't want involvement. It got he, close against Carlin at like 830. The tweet goes out. Very close battle. Oh, oh God. And you then know? Carlin went after him. He's like, why would you self-promote? And this is what you have to do. I'm competitive, man. Like, well, Who wants to lose? You, no one wants to you lose. You show me the guy that's fine with losing. I'll show you a loser. Uh, Brian Cashman says hello. I'm just kidding. Um, wow. I'm Shots just kidding. Cash. I'm just kidding. I'm Shots not, I'm, cash. Not, I'm not thrilled with, with the Yankees. And you nailed it in your first segment. I mean, that Carlos, was a good open, yes? A, a fantastic open, but not all that shocking. How, how do you allow Carlos Correa? It's, it's like you said, it was a layup. Like, well, the, here's the thing that I was saying. If it was an eight year, $290 million deal. I'm like, you know what? I, I get it. It makes sense. You don't want to do that. It's in essence a one-year deal. You wanted him to, to take a short-term deal. That's what you wanted. He that, got it that's what in Minnesota. Like, usually when a team takes a short-term deal, at least you're going to, like, you know, a really good team who's going to use you in a win-now situation. You're going to a, a, a bad team, and the Yankees had a chance to sign this guy. And they want us to believe that, you know, the money better allocated to Josh oh, Donaldson and it. Anthony Rizzo. Josh, Do- listen, Rizzo's fine. He's fine. He's a nice player. He's a, he's a lefty bat. He's got power. He's a good teammate. He's a good first baseman. He's a, he's a very nice player to have on your team. He's a tremendous upgrade over Luke Voigt, who, by the way, you got nothing in return for. Because and can that's I their mention problem. this as well? They don't can get, I mention this as well? Their ROI is, is so low when it comes to, like, these, these guys. Well, that's that what I'm going to say. They, you know, and I think Cashman is really smart and does a good job overall. Look at the guys that they have not traded at the peak of what they could have gotten for them. Miguel Andujar, right? You got, you, the guy is, is, he's not even part of what, what the, the future of this team is now at this point. Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez. All right. Um, what would you get for Luis Severino today? 
and that's my very, problem. Very little. I would have given a ton. Because last week, like like last week, you were you know singing the praises of, of of Volpe, and I get it. Like everyone in baseball wants you to believe that when the story of the sport is told in the next hundred years, he's going to be on Mount no, Rushmore. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna you're not going to have to tell the story of baseball and mention Anthony. Volpe. But I'm saying that, that people want you to believe he's the greatest prospect of all time. So, no, but you I know, think why gonna, go after Correa? Everything that I have heard and spoken to people within yes. the organization, uh-huh. he's going to be a star at the next level. Okay, and we heard that about all these other players, and now outside of Aaron Judge, who's the last player the Yankees brought up and was a star? But here's the thing. I could have kept Volpe and still had Correa. I didn't need to trade Volpe for anything. Yeah, but to my point, like we keep, maybe he's going to be great, but when your track record would suggest that, yeah, it's been a while since you brought up any prospect and turned out to be a star outside of Aaron Judge, like... I'm led to believe you got to go out there and, and get the sure thing, and that sure thing. But was you could have had both. Is yes. my point. Yeah, you, you could have. You, you now say, we're learning. Well, I, you should have traded for Matt Olson. Sure, but but you didn't need to. You could have had Volpe and Correa. Now we're and learning. And Rizzo. That. Yes. Correct. So you, you say you know my side, your side, whoever's right there doesn't even matter. You could have had him and a star free agent. And you didn't go after that. I do for the life of me. I do not understand. All right, we got a break. You should know this better than anybody. You're the producer. I'm just so. Of the show. I'm just so annoyed, man. I'm so annoyed. Your team's I, I out here heard, spending money. I want owners tweeting. Ty, Ty, Ty. Oh my God, I'm annoyed. I, okay, have to take it. Take a breath. I'm sorry. We're gonna get to the calls in a moment. No, I understand <laughs> your passion. I love it. Adore it. We're gonna get to the calls. I've got in a moment. three more things. I'm just kidding. no. Please listen. <laughs> We're gonna get to the calls in a moment. But but Will is, is new to the show. He, he producers, produces, runs the board. He's kind of the jack of all trades on the show. Something happened with him upon the Correa signing, which is shocking and makes you respect him. No, it doesn't. And are embarrassed for him, all wrapped up into one. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Eight games in the tournament today. Some beauties. Uh, North Carolina Baylor, a standalone at noon into Creighton, Kansas. Michigan, Tennessee. Richmond, Providence. St. Mary's, UCLA. St. Peter's, Murray State. We'll see if the Peacocks can shock the world again. Uh, New Mexico State, Arkansas, and Memphis, Gonzaga. I want to get to the calls. Can we take a just a moment? I've, I run a big pool. A lot of people. You know who is tied for first at this very moment in that pool of well over 100 people? You have any idea? Who's that? You. Wow. Tied for first. And I, it was a buzzer beer, like getting the bracket in. I believe, some... I believe you, you, and I can't recall this because I, I tabulated things late last night and I'm on very little sleep, but I believe you went 15 and 1 yesterday. Wow. I'm yeah, pretty good very, at this. Very, very good job. As if you care about college basketball. Well, if you listen to the uh, Sunday morning show with Joe, Joe Wiz and yours truly, it's a lot to learn there. I've got some gems. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. All right. Let's get to the calls. People have been waiting. I want to hear from the people. 1-800-919-3776. Let's start out with the voice. I I want him to be like the like the the, the man that, that voices my biography at one point like if they do a movie on me i want this guy to voice the opening and just to lead you into the movie and that is marv in the bronx good morning marv you're on 98.7 espn um, i 
Dave, I'm honored that you would say something like that. I mean, you're a tremendous talent here on ESPN, and I hope you stay on for the next 40 years. But I'm going to say this. Um, my my statement today is my, my, my call today is twofold. One with the Yankees, um, Brian Cashman, I've always been a fan of his. I think he's a talented GM ma- manager. He does a good job overall, but he blew it on this one. All right? And the second thing I want to say is that the NFL would hot would hot would sign Ted Bundy if he could play. You're right. So that we know that. You're right. If Charles Manson ran a four three forty, he he would be signed by a team. You're right. They they, they they've I, shown I, you they've shown you Marv they they just if you can run or you can catch or you're you're you can get to the quarterback they do not care the baggage that you bring. And I I, I just want to say that did you get the gift I sent you? I did not yet. Apparently that's an issue. Apparently, RJ sent me a gift. I didn't get it. Rick sent me a gift. I didn't get it yet. You sent the gift. I didn't get it yet. So I, I have not yet. But as soon as I, I said again for you and your wife, really, because when you get your gift, she's going to hate on you having your gift. So I sent one for her. Really? Just to make sure. Did you send it to the house? You sent and it to the station, I would imagine, right? I sent it to the station. Yeah. And, I, I, but I want to say this, Dave. You are much too flattering to me. And I really appreciate what you say about me, but it's the fact that you're the talent that you are that I get up on Saturday mornings and, and listen to you because it's well worth it. Um, it's just a treat. You and Ty and the, 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 the kibbison you do between each other is much appreciated and uh, it really makes a great radio. Marv, you're, you're a gentleman. Uh, you're a scholar. You're, you're obviously trained in weaponry and I appreciate you as well. So have a, have a great day, a great weekend, and we'll, we'll do this again next Saturday. Same to you, my man. Yep, that, that is the great Marv in the Bronx. What, what a voice that is. What a voice. Sam Rockland. Sammy, you're, you're next up on 98.7, my man. Hey, Dave. I'm having like a tough time understanding why you guys like really like Deshaun Watson, Carlos Correa. These guys are just like, I don't want to say scumbags, but they're wait, scumbags. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hang, hang, hang on a second. How are you comparing, and why are you comparing Carlos Correa to Deshaun Watson? Well, you just said that you would have them on your team to win a, a championship. Yeah, but, but what, what, did, what did Carlos Correa do? Carlos Correa, in an interview with Ken Rosenthal of MLB Network, basically didn't say admit to any of his wrongdoings for the championship team with the Astros. But you're going you're you're to compare that to 22 allegations of sexual misconduct? On sports level, yes. Absolutely. Come on. That's a, what a terrible take, Sam. What, what an embarrassing take by you. And you know why. You know exactly why. Everyone would sign for it because it means it gives their team a better chance to win. Do you have a better chance to win with Baker Mayfield or Deshaun Watson? And by, by the way, I don't know if you've stepped back and had this thought. How are the Jets going to ever win anything? I mean, look at the AFC. How in, I mean, look at the quarterbacks. Even if Zach Wilson is good, you think he's ever going to be better than Josh Allen? No. Mahomes? No. Herbert? No. Burrow? No. Watson? No. Lamar? Probably not. I mean, Trevor Lawrence? God knows. Russell Wilson, probably not. I mean, my God. Have you have you ever seen a conference have, have more high-end quarterbacks in the AFC right now? I mean, you have, not that the Jets are on the verge of going to the playoffs, but look at the youth at quarterback in the AFC. I mean, Josh Allen is a baby. Justin Herbert is a baby. Joe Burrow is a baby. These quarterbacks are, are young. They have years to go. 
How are you ever going to get by these guys? And th that's not even to mention Mac Jones. And that's not even to mention uh, Tua, who well, I'm not in love with. But, geez, this is what you're staring at for the next decade? Good luck. Phil Stanford. Phil, you're on 98.7. Hey, Dave. How are you? Good, um, Phil. Hey, you know, I'm a big fan of you. Uh, I think you do a great job on Saturday morning. But, Ty, you guys got a gem in Ty. He, he is a, a great um, – part of the show i think it should be a dave and ty show well, no, for, for, first first of all first of all <laughs> i agree with you ty, ty is terrific and you think it's by accident that ty gets this airtime no i i developed him i nurtured him and now we've got the tie that we have but for you to say it should be dave and ty i don't i don't think we're quite there yet <laughs> we're going too far I, I, I will say this, eventually when I'm not doing Saturdays, which I don't know when that'll be, but at some point I imagine I won't be doing Saturdays years from now, I would like Ty to take over the slot. I, and I would listen. I would yeah, of course listen. you would. Um, so, you know, with Cashman, I, I, I respect Cashman because he always puts a winning product on the field. But he, he, I, it makes no sense. You, your opening nailed it. Made no sense. It gave him a one-year – it's basically a one-year contract, two years, if that, to have a, 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 a player that could have been a championship team by adding Carrera. Carrera, it, it just makes no sense whatsoever. I woke up this morning and I saw that, that, that they, he went to the Twins. The Twins basically traded their shortstop to get Carrera. Carrera, it, it makes no sense at all. It's and terrible. And as a Yankee fan, it, 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 it just – upsets me because by adding him it could have been a championship team with him there with Rizzo and even that you could have had you could have traded for Chapman then and have him at third base it it it, it just I'm, I I I do respect Cashman but it just makes no sense it's head scratching I agree with time. you uh, thanks for the call I agree with you it is, it is head scratching Andy Martino tweets out uh yesterday the brief Yankees Korea discussion not an offer just discussion involved a four-year concept with opt-outs. The exact deal CC, meaning Correa, got with the Twins was not discussed. Well, it should have been. If he took that deal to play with Minnesota, I don't know why he wouldn't take a similar deal to play with the Yankees. Quickly. I want to do this, and then we'll break. Now, Will, you're new to the station. You're new on the show. I don't want to bring you on to, to break down any, any sport, but I, I, I heard this. And I can't believe that this is a true story. You love the Yankees, right, Will? I do. They are what fuels me in the morning to get up and do what I got to do. And, and you are a big fan of Carlos Correa, correct? Huge fan. I think he's the best Huge. shortstop in baseball. Well, I think you're right. Huge fan of Carlos Correa. So you would have, uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth, loved it if he would have signed with the Yankees, yes? Uh, well, considering I made him my background and I had an 18 Yankee jersey hoping he would take number 18, I was all ready to go to opening day and support my guy. Um, I cried last night um, at one thirty when he signed with the Twins. Okay, so um, he si signs with the Twins. You what? I cried. Literally cried. You, you, like like tears? Like somebody three? died. Like somebody. He had, no, no. You, you, like you... You welled up, and there were tears that were in the eye. Or I had tears came down the face, and you you were heaving. 
because you were crying. I had to step out of my house. I, I was ready to go to bed because I had to wake up early to come here. And I'm like, this is impossible. Like, this is how I'm going to end up in the ground tonight. My guy's gone. <laughs> He's gone. You you wept? I, I I don't know what's... Were you alone? Was there someone with I was, you that so, could witness this pathetic act? You wept? I was with my girlfriend, and she knows whenever I, I, I watch sports or get into sports, I start pulling hair out of my head or whatever. No, 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 no. Um, it's completely normal to have visceral reaction. It's normal to get angry. It's normal to curse. It's normal to, to say, you know what, I, I don't want to be with anybody. Any of those things, fine. You, you cried? He's my guy. Of course. But, but, but Will, you, you like... Discharge came out of the eye. Yes, yes, I would say so. I would say so. Streamed down the face. Uh, but I, I don't have a. I don't see why that's a problem, though. You, like, you don't, and maybe that's the problem. You don't see why crying over Carlos Correa signing with Minnesota, crying is a problem. They are my happiness. He, which, which no, well, no one gets more than me. But you wept. So if you found out a family member died or Carlos Correa passed away, you would have a very uh, passed away or Carlos Correa signed with another team, not the Yankees. You would have a very similar reaction, very similar reaction. And I'm not making this up either. You can ask anybody that knows me. No, I'm, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you for your word. That's friends with me knows that. Situation. Wait, you're not single yet. Like your girl hasn't broken up with you. No, no. She's been with me for about almost four years now. And. None of that has happened. We actually went to a Yankee game against the Astros. How many times would you say over the four-year relationship with this woman that you have wept over over sports? Uh, every year, considering my, my Islanders were went away from the Stanley Cup final. So Islanders lost to Tampa, Tampa twice. Your game seven. Yep. Cried. Yes. Cried. Yes. <laughs> Carlos Correa signs with Minnesota. <laughs> cried. Yes. I don't know why that's a problem. You know what I would love? Can, can I can, can we get your girlfriend's information? <laughs> I would I would love I would love for her to take a, a video of you, which is so easy now on the phone. Or just hurry. What's her reaction to you crying? Like what she's is she doing? Kick as you? You're like, is she embarrassed? She like, thought you're, so. You're so pathetic. like she had people over last night, like to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, whatever. You, it was. you Wait, cried you're in crying front of in front of her friends. I walked out of like <laughs> I walked out of the living room. I'm like, I need a minute. She goes, What's wrong? I'm like, Nothing, nothing. She goes, What's wrong? I'm like, Carlos Correa was on the Astros. He was free agent. Supposed to go to the Yankees. He's gone. And she goes, You're serious, right? And I'm like, No, I'm not. And I walked out. Came back an hour later. And she stays with you. She's not upset with you? I mean, I don't know. I went right to bed because... she, she can't, Which I respect. Like, going right to bed, I'm a big fan of that in the process of, of you know, dealing with grief, sports grief. But but weeping? I mean, how, this woman obviously has very little respect for you. <laughs> right? I, I don't know. I mean, she's been... You're not going to cry on the air, are you? No, no. Is well, there anything we could do to make you cry on the air? You send me a, a Correa jersey photoshopped in the Twins. Um, you replay Yanni Gord's goal in Game 7. Um, you bring me back to Jets drafting Sam Darnold. Yeah, things will make me cry on the air. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that's got to be the goal for, for 2022. Well, I, I can't, I, Ty, I can't believe this. And, and you said that it, it, it simultaneously made you proud and also embarrassed. I don't, I don't hear what will make you proud about well, that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Just, just the fact that he cares so much. The fact that he is like, like, has that kind of emotion, I like. 
Not that he's crying, but that the fact that it it it, it moves him so much, I like. He embarrassed his girlfriend like yeah, in that, front of friends and family. He's having a party. But here's the thing: but they probably saw you there. Like, well, what's the matter? Did 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 a, did a sibling pass away? Like, no, well, first Karay, of all, Karay, first of all, I went to I was already mad that that Colgate didn't come back to win. I was I, I was hoping for the nice. Did you cry over that? Time. No, no. Like, like the, where did it stop? I don't, I don't care about that. So who who can tell? When the Yankees were playing the Astros last year in their first game back at Yankee Stadium since the cheating scandal, I did not boo Correa. I booed Altuve. I booed everybody else. But I know my main man, um, Carlos Correa. I love him, and I I, I have <laughs> I have no hatred towards him. You, I mean, I, I can't even continue this. Let, let's take a break. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. You cry. Oh, he's getting obliterated on Twitter. By the way, well, he wept over Someone a says, signing. Uncle he Jimmy wept. says the fact that the new guy Will has a girlfriend is amazing. He definitely doesn't get blank. Time, bedroom time. Bedroom time. Correct. Oh, I mean, like like Thurman Munson passes away in a in a tragic plane accident. Yes, I, I understand. Roberto Clemente, yes, I totally understand. Carlos Correa signs with the Twins. I will, really. We like you here. We're indoctrinating you here. You're you're pathetic, my friend. Absolutely. And that comes from someone who is also pathetic in other ways. You are pathetic. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. He's pompous. Listen, shut up, and I'll tell you the story. He's arrogant. Do you think there's a lot of things out there that I wouldn't be good at? And sometimes he's downright mean. I know you know what that's like, to be that uncomfortable, pimply-faced, not very popular kid. (laughs) But now it's your chance to prove him wrong. It's dumb. Call 800-919-3776 with your question, and let's stump Dave Rothenberg. Well, you can try. Some have done it. Most have not. Stump Rothenberg, 9870 ESPN, brought to you by Slomans. Uh, Ty, I, I bid you a good morning. And uh, where are we as far as the standings with Stump Rothenberg? It's a phenomenal question, David. One that I will uh, have the answer to you. Um, but we're doing pretty good. So right now we're... <laughs> so, <laughs> we're, so you, we're is at, it fair to say as we start this edition of Stump Rothenberg... You were ill prepared for the question you get every single week to start the segment. We're one twenty three and fifteen. Wow, so that is pretty pretty good. That is, I mean, in your in your wildest dreams, you didn't think we'd be sitting here at a hundred and eight games over, did you? I I did not. Um, can I just say something real quick? Yeah, of course. Now I don't know how to feel about it, but there's a caller on the line, right? So I had to. You know, I screen and, you know, go through the questions. I said, yeah, not good enough. Uh, I'll try something else. He's like, no problem. I'll just use that on Wednesday. Like, how should I feel about that? Like, are are we allowed no, to— No, I think, I think it's a testament to you. I think it's—you know what? You do a great job, and, and the questions have to be at a very high level on Saturdays. RJ not in the same stratosphere <laughs> screening the—, the what? Don't go taking shots at RJ. No, it's honesty. But RJ I just, doesn't. And I've said this before on the air. RJ is a great producer, but I don't think his attention to details is good with Stump Rothenberg. So that caller will get right in on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm not a fan of you taking shots at my guy, RJ. Sorry, it's not meant to be a shot taken. It's just a, a pure honesty. Do you like the honesty? I, I think that what you should focus on is that you're so brilliant. We're doing this twice a week. I think it has to be done twice a week. This is the original, though. This is this is the one that people clamor for. Wednesday's very good, but it's not nearly as long, and I don't think it's as well 
orchestrated as well, it's today's. a lot going on during the week but you're building off of an 11 and 2 week uh you're 123 and 15 so let's yep. see what you got cooking today my friend. all right let's go to luke in connecticut luke start us up my friend you're on stump rothenberg good morning dave and not for nothing the top the td show has a good ring to it no all right no, <laughs> yeah not. i tried Ty. um all right what 70s 80s tv character has a statue in hungary oh, i thought you were gonna say mary tyler moore she's in minneapolis in hungary see how how about like i think like like balki bartakamus right but but that was a fictitious country he came from. Sitcom? No. Oh, I thought you said sitcom. No, just Pete. Like, All right. I'm not going to narrow it okay. down for you. That, yeah, that does narrow it down because I, I was thinking this, but then I didn't include it. Columbo? Peter Falk? You know, Dave, it's almost impossible, bro. Yeah, that's right. Oh, thank you. See, I thought he said sitcom, so I, I didn't include Peter Falk, and then I, I said, was it sitcom? He said no, and then that I jumped to that. But Mary Tyler Moore has one in Minneapolis, I know, which is a famous one. Uh, that's one to know, Ty, one to know. How do you feel about that? Pretty um, good start. It's a pretty good start. Pretty did good you start. know that? I did not. That's, you know that's who Peter Falk is? Yes, but that's well before my time. Uh, I was not a Columbo guy either. Yeah, but you, I mean, you, you love that, like, old, boring stuff. It wasn't, it was a, you know, I'm not even going <laughs> to answer your questions. Let's go. 1-800-919-3776. Um, Matt in Montville. Matt, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave. Uh, two weeks ago, I asked you a good Coach K question, which you pulled out of nowhere. And a lot of my friends were like, this guy Googles, and I, I defended your honor. Uh, I, I know yeah, you don't Google. I've you're the best. Thank you. So, my question today, another college basketball question. Christian Leitner has the career most points in NCAA tournament history with 407. Can you name who's second on the list? So it's, obviously, it's not going to be new. Now, the all-time is Glenn Rice. No, all-time is Christian Leitner. He's number one. No, I'm saying all-time in one, in one season, in one tournament. Oh, yes. Yes, that is correct. Um, so it's, got, it's probably not going to be anyone recent because it's a good question. Um, I think Bill Bradley... Someone that's older. Someone that probably played either Kareem. I don't know that I know this. Bill Walton scored a lot of points. Narovich never even went to the tournament. Austin Carr has, I think, the most points in the tournament. It's a good question. Um, 
I, I'm, I don't know it. I, I will say, and I'm not going to be right about this. I'm going to say Bill Walton. That is incorrect. The answer is Elvin Elvin Hayes, 1966 to 1968, yeah. University of Houston, yep. 358 career points. All right. Well, you got me. Good for you. And it's a good question, too. So you can tell your friends that, the, that I Googled, but I just couldn't find the answer. I'll put him on hold. He moves on to round two. Uh, let's go to Chris and Beth Page. At one and one, this is disappointing. Uh, and I should have known that. And that was a good question also, uh, the great Elvin Hayes. Um, go ahead, Chris. Hey, Dave. This question comes from co-worker Kyle. He's on my team, so he won. You know, I just want to give a shout out to him. All right. All right, so Dave, in the history of the Oscars, okay, um, Sylvester Stallone, Al Pacino, and uh, Bing Crosby have all been nominated for an Oscar playing the same character in a different in different movies. It's happened six times. Those are three of them. Okay, can you name two of the other three? actors or actresses that have been nominated playing the same character in different movies. Different movies. Right. So like Al Pacino, you know, was Godfather 1 and 2. He played Michael Michael Corleone. And Sylvester Stallone played Rocky in Creed. And in Rocky 1, he was nominated. And Bing Crosby played, I think, Father O'Malley in two different movies, Going My Way and uh, Bells of St. Mary. So it's happened. Three other, there's three other actors or actresses that have been nominated playing the same character. All right, character. so I think Paul Newman for The Color of Money and, and The Hustler would be one. There you go. That's one of them. I have to get all three? No, no, no. Just give me another one and you're good. Two, two of the three. I don't know if Peter O'Toole. You gave, did you, who, who did you, so you gave me Stallone? You gave me Pacino, and you gave me who was the third? Bing Crosby. All right, so I I think Peter O'Toole. But I'm not sure. And if it's not him, I have no idea. So just to save time, I'll go with Peter O'Toole. Very good. Uh, Very good. You got it, Dave. Give yourself. And by any chance, would you happen to know? The third? No, not off the top of my head. Without t- spending ten minutes thinking about it, no. What's the third? The third one was. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, and uh, Peter O'Toole played uh, King Henry. Go ahead. Who's the third? Hold on, Dave. I, you know what? Us. I I forgot. All right, and your phone line's fading out. That is that, a that's, terrible that's, ending to the phone call. Yeah, it's not I good. forgot. <laughs> so what happens if I if I would have said that person? So here's the problem with what just happened though. Yeah. He volunteered. He's he's like you didn't ha- we didn't have to go there. He's like, would you happen to know who the third person is? That that part of the conversation right. never would you needed to, to happen. Happen to know who it is? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. Well, I don't know either. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that, that never needed to happen. We no, could have just really moved didn't. on. Uh, all right. So we're two and one. Uh, Jake. You're up, my friend. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing really well, thank you. Awesome. Well, I missed your birthday last week, so because, happy. Because you were you were calling the butterfly. <laughs> yes, I was announcing a swim meet at Eisenhower Park. Okay. 
Are we ever gonna get a rendition of like how like if I'm swimming to get to the finish line like we should have Drake like so uh, Drake, I'm I'm not a dude like play by play really need like his final call his I'm final call I don't actually announce like play by play but I would be oh, you in lane three I, in lane one Ty Butler exactly in lane two Dave Rothenberg Pilates that's exactly what I do oh great so that's why I missed it last week but happy belated birthday my friend and that kind of ties into my question I'm happy baseball's back you know I'm a big Yankees fan I didn't cry last night when Correa signed elsewhere. Because that's so, weird. A little strange. But yes, my question deals with birthdays and baseball. Right. If you were a Major League Baseball player, everyone obviously would want to hit a home run on their birthday. The MLB record is six birthday home runs set by two players, Alex Rodriguez and who? I've heard this question before. I know Mike Trout, but I think Mark Reynolds is the answer because I don't think Trout is up to six. I'm going to say Mark Reynolds, I believe, ties in with A-Rod there. Well, I'm going to guess that you have heard this question before because that is correct. And it is, you know, former Diamondback, Oriole, Indian, Yankee, Brewer, Cardinal, National, Rocky, Mark Reynolds. He has six home runs on his birthday tied with Alex Rodriguez. And you also mentioned Mike Trout who's only 30 years old, and he's only played in seven birthdays, and he's hit a home run in five of the seven birthdays. So That's a pretty good job by me. Not too bad, my friend. So now I, I thought I was going to get a W today, but now after going 2-0 to start 2022, 22 and eight. you are now on an eight-game winning streak. And yes, I am on an eight-game losing streak. But out of the 15 losses, or now 16, that you've had this year, I'm still proud to be two of them. Well, there you go. Adam and Amityville. A- Adam, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave, good morning. So San Diego Padres are making a lot of moves, a lot of big hitters on their team right now. But let me ask you, who is the Padres' all-time home run leader? Phil Nevin? They can't be Gwynn. He wasn't a home run hitter. Nate Colbert? Like, these are the names. <laughs> Clearly nothing great. Um, Winfield? I don't think he was there long enough. I would say either Gonzalez or Colbert. Maybe Nevin. I don't know. I really don't. I'm going to guess Nate Colbert, but I'm not 100% sure on this one. All right, Dave. That's final answer? <sighs> Yeah. With 163 for, for the career, yep, Nate Colbert, you got yes. it. Yes. Yes. How about that, by the way? He played your game of final answer, made me nervous, still got it right. Uh, let's go to uh, Sal in Duchess. Sal, good morning. You're on Stump Rothenberg at 4. Good morning, Dave. Since an NCAA, I'm going to give you an NCAA question. All right. Do we factually know? Can we confirm that you yes, have the right answer? Yes, it yes. was an N- it was a, uh, ESPN question, and I got the year, I got the team. Beautiful. Whatever you want to know, I'll tell you. Okay. Okay? It's, uh, I'll start off with the year. In 1940, who, who was the youngest coach to, to ever win an NCAA championship? Wait, I don't understand the question. In 1940, who won the title? In 1940, 1940- no. Well, he they won the title, and he, well, he was he was the youngest coach to win the NCAA championship. 
I could tell you the team, too, if you want. That's no big deal. Just give me the name of the well, coach. I think, uh, God, I think Indiana won in 40, didn't they? Yes. Yes, they did. So it's got to be, um, oh, God, uh, Branch, whatever his name is. Well, that's um, what you got to. Uh, Branch is right, but what's yeah, the last name? Yeah, I know name? it is. Uh, it's a, the, the last name, it's affiliated with a joke, if that helps. What are we doing here? What's what's happening with this, what do you with this mean? phone call? He's a, I can give you the school. His, I his, got the school. His, I got. I know it's Branch. I forget his last a, name. It's, a, it's associated with a joke. Just, you might as well just give him the answer. Do you want to strike this from the record? I just don't understand what's happening here. We do we do this segment every week. We should know how it works. He calls it on Wednesday, so he's got du- like double the opportunity you, to get it right. What are you whining about? Because he wants to give you the answer. Then, you know what, forget it. I think it's Branch McCracken, but I don't even want it anymore. You got it. I don't it. want it. I don't, forget it. You, no, I don't want it. Don't even give me that one. You're a big baby. I just don't. It's, it just doesn't make you're, sense. You're the me. one screening the call. But we, we coach him through it because we know Sal, very good caller, big fan of the it's station. It's not my fault. Struggles when it comes to the segment. All right, what are we doing here? Are we? Are we're we, five. Are we taking, you got it right. You're five and one. We'll, are we we'll, taking another? We'll or, give it to or, you. Are we going to to the the double jeopardy round? What are we doing? We can say, oh, well, we've got double jeopardy coming up here. So you let's do that. Let's do that before we get to the five pack. All right, Matt in Montville. Matt, who who has one in the bank? My only loss today. Matt to succeed in double jeopardy, first ever daily double. Go ahead. NBA player, yeah. Chimaze Metu. Chimaze Metu? Is this a, a current NBA player? Yes, this is a current player averaging about nine points and five rebounds this season. All right. Did he play for Andy Enfield at, uh, at USC? That, that Chimaze Correct. Metu? That is correct. Okay. Thank you. And I must say, I, real quick... Go ahead. You what? I, I'm, a, I'm a basketball ref. My ref friends and I now call rec basketball loser basketball. We 1,000% you're uh, naming rec basketball loser basketball. So you're, you're, you're a ref at the youth level, and you agree with me that rec basketball, where every kid plays the same amount of time, is loser basketball. Oh, it's the worst. I mean, I do everything from third grade to high school varsity. The high school kids, once they drive, no parents come because they're just having fun. But they don't care. It is loser basketball. That's right. Do you ever call like a foul and be like, no, this is loser basketball? (laughs) Yes, I'll say I'm not. You want me to call that foul? Then I have to call every travel you do. But you guys don't know how to play. Well, the ref is taking this stance. See? The actual officiating crew is is taking this stance. Because it's true. Rec, Rec basketball, where every kid plays the same amount of time, and I've said it before, and people got all up in arms, is loser basketball. Hard to argue that you should still be employed by rec basketball when you're trashing the sport. But I no, mean, we're not no ma- if he can go out there and call a fair game, that's all we're looking for. <laughs> okay. All right. Wh- where are we here? Are we six and one? We're six and one. Ready? Uh, no. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, w- watching you know Nets Blazers last night. So I got inspired. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. I think it's Miami, isn't it? Bruce. Yeah, I think you played for Larinaga in Miami. I'll go with that. And you'd be correct, my friend. Okay. Bruce Brown, Miami. There you go. I should have given you like the, the, the theme color-wise of the school to give you a little hint. Uh, Andre Drummond. Connecticut. You're not cute. <laughs> I'm, some people think I am. You're 2-0. Oh. 
Uh, Tyler Hero. What a season uh, he's had. Kentucky. Look at you, man. Uh, Tyron Lou. Nebraska. There you go, 4 0. Last one. You ready for this? It could be difficult. Go ahead. Could be difficult. Lonnie Walker, the fourth. I believe he's Kansas State. Lonnie Walker, the fourth. Currently employed by the San Antonio Spurs. No, he might have also been Miami. Bill Walker, I think, was Kansas State. I'll I'll say Miami as well. And you'd be correct. There we go. That's an impressive performance. That's what we do. Because you had the you had the wrong answer, but then you pivoted to the right well, answer. I, you remember Bill Walker played with the Knicks for a little bit? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So there you have it. So what did we finish at today? We finished eleven and one. Not bad, right? So if we can do some uh, math on the fly, you are now one thirty four and sixteen overall. That's pretty good. And I love the people that call and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you," and then they're like, oh, "Leave with their tail between their legs." Yeah, All right. Hard, hard to get you and Google at the same time. That's, That's a right. dynamic Google duo. Google is really good. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Eight games in college hoops today. Uh, Maybe the most intriguing, Carolina and Baylor, right at the top of the noon hour. Uh, Baylor, of course, last year's defending champion, terrific team. Uh, Scott, does a, a great job there. But Carolina, who was kind of an afterthought this year, they're now playing some of their best basketball, led by their point guard, uh, who's a star in Westchester at Stepanak, uh, R.J. Davis. So Carolina Baylor, what else do we have that's intriguing today? Michigan, Tennessee, uh, Richmond, Providence. The Big East looks to get a win um, from the Friars. St. Mary's, UCLA. And, of course, some local flavors, St. Peter's and Murray State. That is a 7:45 game. All right, 1-800-919-3776. I, I think we should kind of go back to where we started the show and that's kind of a dual topic. And we haven't really spent a ton of time on the Deshaun Watson thing. Uh, I, I don't know. I, and maybe it's just me. And maybe you hear me say this and, and you're turned off by it. I, uh, I, I, I do have a problem with it. I have a problem. And again, I don't, I don't know what there is to do. Because once he's cleared of all criminal charges, I guess it's, you know what, all bets are off. And let's go grab Deshaun Watson. But it's just kind of such a creepy look to me. Isn't it? Guy has 22 allegations. Still still pending civilly, right? And God knows what kind of settlement's going to have to come from that. And the second he's not going to be criminally prosecuted and spend time behind bars, let's go get him. Let's go get him. That's the NFL. And you know what? Even though it bothers me today, March 19th, when we get to September, or I have my fantasy football draft or anything like that, you know what? Deshaun Watson, you'll love him. You'll love him. Just like you do. And there's a laundry list of these guys. Just like you do uh, Tyreek Hill or Adrian Peterson, or uh, you, you can pick and choose. You pick and choose. 1-800-919-3776. So I do. I have a problem with that. Maybe you say, oh, it's just that that's a bad job by you. Maybe maybe it is on me. But it, just, it feels very unsettling to think about Deshaun Watson being rewarded after he couldn't play last year because of these allegations swirling around him. No, am I on an island with this? Am I the only one that's bothered by this? Maybe I am. And then we have the Yankees. These are really the two topics that I think move the needle today. And the Yankees, I'm sorry if you're a Yankees fan. I don't know how you're not at least disappointed. You're going to win 90-plus games. You're going to be a top six team in the American League. You'll get in. You think the Yankees are a World Series team right now? Now, could they get, I mean, Cole could pitch out of his mind and the bullpen is good. And yeah, could of course, they could. But realistically, 
you look at the Yankees and say to yourself, this team is considerably better than they were last year? No. You threw Cole in, in, a, in a playoff game last year, and you couldn't win that game. Stanton was terrific down the stretch. Judge was, was terrific all year. And you still couldn't win that. So, you know what? You tell me how you could feel great about the Yankees right now. How can you? I have no idea. I would be so, I would be so annoyed because it's not and the thing that would it's if you're Tampa, if you're a team, it's like we don't we don't spend money like that. We do that's just not how we operate. I'm like you know what, I I agree. I agree with that. But now we're going to sit here and you're going to tell me that we're going to add fifty million dollars in contract with with Josh Donaldson. We're going to add sixteen million a year over two years. For Anthony Rizzo. And then Carlos Correa is available on a short-term deal. And we don't get involved in that? That's a bad... And I've defended Brian Cashman a lot. That's a bad job by the Yankees. Now, does it change if you wind up with Trevor Story? Which it sounds like from John Heyman's reports. It's Yankees, Red Sox, very much involved. Maybe it does. But I'll tell you what. Every single day of the week, I'd much prefer Carlos Correa to Trevor Story. I don't even think it's close. And then, and then explain. And then, what was the what was the whole point of the the trade with Sanchez and Urshela? I thought it was to get Connor Falefa. Where, where's he going to play now? So, if if I land Story, is he my shortstop? Well, then, who's my second baseman? Torres. Well, where does Lemayhu play? Where, where I mean, where does Connor Falefa play? I see. It, I don't understand what the Yankees are doing. I really don't. You need six infielders? Does that make any sort of sense? I don't think it does. 1-800-919-3776. I would would think, and maybe I'm wrong, correct me if I am, I would think if you're a Yankees fan, you're not in a great way today. That you're, you're annoyed at what they've done or lack thereof. So much so that if you're just joining us, new to the to the station is uh, Will Pesek, I believe, is the, the way you pronounce the name. Um, Will, kind of readdress the situation we talked about earlier in the show. You, you were you were at a party last night. Yeah, it, w- it was my girlfriend's party up at uh-huh. uh, uh, up at college. She had all her friends over, whatever it was. So you're you're and... you're, you're college aged. Well, I graduated you're, you're li- in December. You're living this, this, this young December. life of parties and probably you know. Just wonderful times, and you learn the news of Carlos Correa, and and you you had like a, a moment where you screamed and went back to the party. Well, I've got or no, I, I got ripped all over Twitter for, it and I don't care. This is who I am. You don't like it and deal with it. But I cried because the Yankees needed Correa See, to that's move it. the that's needle. That, you don't you don't need to explain why. You don't. You, there needs to be nothing further. We don't even need you to say. They're happy with mediocrity. That's you, why I you, cried. You you cried. You cry, and it, this is not like if people look at you like, do, do you have a like a, an eyelash in your eye? This is a full-on belly cry. But yes? Dave, this is my team. This is my team that I haven't seen win a championship since I was nine years old. Oh my god, Ty, Ty, Ty. Would you say that any really? And I want your honest answer. Is there anybody that loves their teams more than I do? Ty, is Ty with us still? Yeah, of course he's here. Okay, 
Well, you're referring to yourself in the third person. Is there anybody that loves their teams more than I do? No. There might be people who love them just as much, but more. I don't know about no. that. But fair, but fair enough. What, what, what would happen if, if you're like, called me, I answer my phone. Dave, what's wrong? Why are you crying? The Giants, they, they, they stuck with the fifth pick in the draft. I, <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like it would be more appropriate. Like if the Giants, where are they, four in the draft this year? Five. Your, Five. your team is four, but yes. Um, if, if, if they doubled down on what Dave Gettleman did and decided to draft another running back at five. See, but I don't react like I, I get angry. Yeah, my my initial reaction is not to be like if the Giants are like, you know, we're going to stay with Dave Gettleman and extend him. You wouldn't call me and I answer the like, Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no, you'd get you'd get like vitriol. You get anger. You wouldn't you wouldn't get you know, weeping. Dave, there's a difference, though. There's a oh, big difference. stop it, be, Will. You've seen multiple championships. And I feel like... I've some, seen one. At some point, the lack of awareness has to also be a factor. Like, you're at a party with your girlfriend, and I get, like, it's been you, four do, years. Be honest, Will. Do you, you don't like her much, or you do? Well, I, of, of, of course I like her. Like, well, of course. You're at a party with this, this beautiful woman. You've been dating her for years. You, you, you're, you're having a great night, and something happens that you don't like in sports, and it leads you to cry. Yes. And not only that, ruins the rest of your night? Yeah, that's, yes. you know, that's a little huh. pathetic. It's, it's not the fact that I was losing sleep over the fact of thinking, what are we going to do now? We're, we're back. See, I don't have a problem with that. Losing sleep, I think, is par for the course. Where you lose me is once, once tears appear. But I don't know how. Like <laughs> you really don't. It's a free agent that you never really had. It's not like if it was an incumbent player, makes a little more sense. What happened when John Tavares signed with Toronto? I was a mess. But we, but I I mean like were you how many boxes of tissues in were you well, then? My family and I were at the beach, and I got the news, and I'm like, you know what, the ocean could really did you help. Just me. Did no. you swim out as far as you could <laughs> and say, if I don't get, make it back, I don't make it back? The ocean could use another body right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, uh, Will. I have a quick question for you, Dave. Yeah. It's a little off topic. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, sure. So you're, you're talking about the Deshaun Watson uh, situation that transpired. He's in Cleveland now. Now, obviously, the, 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 the Browns still employ Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So the question is now going to become best fit for Baker, who— did request a trade this week. To He's going to get his wish. By the way, is where he wants to go. He wants to go to Indy, but why would you trade him there if you if you're if you're Cleveland? Just because he wants to go there. If you can get no, the here's best how offer. it works for me. If I'm Cleveland, uh, wherever I get the best package in return exactly. is where you're going to go. Now, my question to you, because it becomes a little interesting, would you? I know what you're going to ask me. Would you? Here's be, what. Here's what. I, let, let, let me see if I can read your mind. You're going to say, because there's going to be a suspension for Deshaun Watson. There will be. Do you hang on to Mayfield and then trade him maybe at the deadline once you've gotten your use out of him? No, because oh. I, I think that's a risky, that's risky, because what All if right. he gets hurt? Like, you want to be able to maximize the value. I, I, I don't understand. Like, I get you can be, you know, his personality can rub you the wrong way, but let's like act like this guy's a scrub. Like, he's not Jake Fromm. He was the number one overall pick for a reason. My question, though... Um, there's a team in this town that does need a quarterback. Like I know Giant fans would have convinced themselves that even though we've seen Daniel Jones for four years, that he still might be the answer. Um, would you at all be interested in trading for Baker Mayfield? No, no, absolutely not. And I'll tell you why. I don't. I mean, what would you say the the best Baker Mayfield is? Like mediocre, right? I think he can be a top. 13, 14-ish Which, quarterback. Which, by definition, is mediocre, Is mediocre. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay. but, but, 
but it, he he might have a higher ceiling just because like all quarterbacks in Cleveland struggle. Like that's not a place you go to. Well, they had a great to... offensive line. They had a great running game, and they had some pretty good receivers. I mean, they also had Freddie Kitchens as their head coach one year. Like the the Cleveland Browns yeah, but, organization. But, 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 listen, I I don't want I the Giants need a legitimate star quarterback. So if it's not going to be Daniel Jones, and I agree with that, I don't think it's going to be Daniel Jones. I don't I don't want to I don't want to play with Baker Mayfield because now you're in no man's land. You're good enough that you're probably going to win seven games. And how are you going to wind up with the quarterback? You'll win that more way? than seven games. The NFC, like your division. You think, you think you're going to be an eight or nine win team with Baker Mayfield? Yeah, because I I've, so. I've been told that, you know, Joe Shane and Bill Dayball, I mean, that's the, the next coming right there, right? So yeah. surely. Brian they... Dable also very good. <laughs> what did I say? Bill Dable. Bill Dable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, surely you can take a quarterback with this high of a ceiling and, and be able to maximize him. To I the think point they probably you, could, and I especially th- in a I division. Think they, they win seven or eight games, but again, in I, that I division, mean, is, that, is that what you want? Wait, I want the answer on Daniel Jones. I want the definitive answer on Daniel Jones. And once I get the answer on Daniel Jones, now I'm going to go in one of two directions. David, um, uh, let me finish, please. I'm either going to sign him and go to battle with him. Or I'm going to kick him to the curb, and I'm going to start with a young quarterback out of college. Would you consider? And we got to get to a break. Would you consider Baker Mayfield um, to be a significant upgrade over Daniel Jones? I don't know, because if you if you can make the case for the Giants winning potentially seven or- yes, and potentially I'm I'm very uncertain. Okay, so if you can if you can look at the Giants and say that I believe that just because of the um, the mastermind that is the the GM and head coach tandem, they can win seven or eight games in this bad division. Then you obviously think that with Baker Mayfield, they can be closer to nine, ten, or even eleven wins. Oh, stop it! No, the Giants are not. You're out of your mind. We got to no. break. What? No, out of your mind. One hundred nine one nine three seven seven. Baker Mayfield's not winning nine, ten, or eleven. No, I'm not saying this Giants. year. I'm saying over, like as you continue to build the roster. All right, I'm not let me this let me year. ask you this. You know, this forget year. about the clock now. Now you've just eaten right into the next segment. Not this year. I'm saying. Am I winning a? Am I ever winning a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield? Well, if that's the floor, then then you're not going to sign any. It's going to be a long time before you find your next no, quarterback. I want to. I want to bring in the next. I want to. I mean, there's fifty of them out there. There's Burrow. There's Herbert. There's Watson, there's Wilson, Mahomes. there's Mahomes, there's Lamar Jackson, there's Josh Allen. There, I mean, there's a, there, I want someone like that. Not easy to I come by. I want a move-the-needle guy who I have a chance to win with. I don't want Baker Mayfield okay. who's the definition of mediocrity. Hang on, hang on. So if the Giants win seven or eight games, how are you getting that guy in the draft? Well, I don't think you are. So then you're never getting the guy. No, I don't think so. First of all, I think you're either going to be pretty good this year or you're going to be brutal. I also wouldn't be surprised if they wind up trading some of their picks this year to get more ammunition for next year's draft. Dave, if you're seven or eight wins, that's not pretty good or brutal. That's the definition of mediocre. So you're not getting your you're not. But if Dan, if Daniel Jones is seven or eight wins and you get to the end of the season, you're like, you know what? He's pretty good quarterback. Then you oh, then God. you sign him, you roll with him, and then you build around him. Look, as someone who roots against the Giants, nothing nothing would make me happier than to watch your team go, you know, win seven or eight games. You convince yourself he's the guy, pick up the fifth year option, marry yourself to him, and then he show you that he's nothing more than an injury prone turnover machine. All right, so, I'd so, love so it. then what? So th- so you pick up the fifth year option. He's awful. You win three games, and then you and then you bring in the new quarterback. <laughs> I have complete faith in Shane and Bill Dable, as you like to call him, and I will stand <laughs> Listen, behind them. I know. Until him. I'm shown reason I know to him. not. So he's he's allowed me to call him Bill. 
He, he likes the club. We got, we're close. Yeah, obviously. So would you be, are you and I close enough that we can take a break at this moment now? I don't know. I feel like the conversation is so rich. Hey, I wonder if like you, you're the only one who feels that way. Baker Mayfield would be an upgrade over uh, Daniel Jones. He might be, but it gets me nowhere. No, there is no way. Yeah, because you've I'm been, you've been everywhere the last decade. Here, so. here, here's what I would suggest to you. You got your own heaps of problems. Stay out of my problems, please. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. What do we have today, people? Big matchups. I am wall-to-wall college basketball. North Carolina Baylor, Michigan, Tennessee, Richmond, Providence, Nightcap, maybe with some of my Jack Daniels, Memphis, and Gonzaga. 1-800-919-3776. Niles. I like that name, Niles in Jersey. Niles, you're next up on 98.7 ESPN. Hey. What's up, uh, Niles? Dave. What's up, bud? Hey, I um, I hate the days that I have to get up and go to work. I, am, I can't listen to you because you and Rick and I miss Chris. Um, you guys are awesome. Um, I wanted to say to Will, I, I've cried over sports, too. Have you really? Um, what have you cried over? Now, here's the thing. I think it's laughable to ever cry over sports. But let me follow that up with, I think there are levels of embarrassing. Having Carlos Correa sign with the Twins to lead you to cry is grotesque. Where did your weeping come from, Niles? Well, I didn't cry over that. I knew we weren't going to get him. But even if, uh, even if, I mean, right, there's no reason to cry. But wh- where, where did your your sports weeping um, stem from? Um, first, well, not even first. First is uh, the Tom Brady beat my Panthers. I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. Okay, so that's a long time ago. Um, and how, how old were you, Niles, when that 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 was the game-winning field goal from Vinatieri? How old were you? Um, I can't recall, but I'm 36 now. All right, so you're a teenager. Uh, yeah. I think I think that was probably 2002. So we're talking 20 yeah, years ago. So I don't even believe I graduated from high school yet. Yeah, so you, you were a teenager. Now, Niles, thanks for the call. I will say this. I I don't think it's it's that embarrassing. It's not great, but not that embarrassing when your team loses on a in the Super Bowl on a last second field goal to be brought to tears. There are levels of embarrassing. That is not at that level. When Carlos Correa signs a free agent deal with a team that is not your beloved team and you now weep, you are a different kind of human being, is what I will say. Now, Jake asked me if I've ever cried at sports. I was like, come on, no. And then I remembered. I I love Georgetown. Love them. And they were in the national championship game in 1985. They took on Villanova. And Georgetown was great that year. Ewing, and the list goes on and on of how good they were. And Georgetown lost the championship game to Nova when Nova played almost the perfect game. And I was 12. And I don't think I, like, wept. But I I definitely cried after that game. But, Jake, correct me if you think I'm wrong. A couple things on that. Firstly... I'm 12. Second of all, that's my team that lost on the biggest stage in the national championship game. Yeah, I'm listening to your points, and they're all pretty valid. The thing is, you're 
saying stuff about crying, but I've heard you do even crazier things than crying. Yeah, but I, I think if your outlet is tears, that's that's I don't know, man. And that's, I, I think it's embarrassing. I think the two factors that definitely get added into it is the one, the age thing. But I'm going to be honest, when Altuve hit that 2019 ALCS home run. Oh, off Chapman? Off Chapman. A tear, oh. I'm not going to lie. A tear did come out of my eye. Really? Uh, I was an adult at that point. I was an adult. And if we're being completely honest, and this is not, it has to do with sports, but it's not an actual sporting event. I actually cried in front of my girlfriend a little bit too a few weeks ago from a movie, and I don't know if you've seen That's this movie. Different. We That's... watched we watched Hardball, and when G Baby, I just started I, I started crying. You just have a whole studio With full Keanu of crying. When G Baby hey, died, hey Dave, I'm sure I am not alone. I'm sure oh, there are ton. That's one of, if not the only no, that's movie. Sad. I, that's a, such a sad movie, and oh, I just started. It, the movie is it awful. wasn't. It, I wasn't like Marcus Simeon just oh, sobbing with the Rangers, God. and I started crying. <laughs> I that movie is so bad. I wasn't no, crying. I like, you know what? Agent you, you know what? You know what? Schindler's List got to me. Fine. Wait, Dave, Dave. When G Baby died. Oh, First of all, that's a, such a, one of the saddest scenes in movie history. But Dave, stop! I'm going to call fraud on you because I was listening to your show yesterday morning with Rick, and I could be wrong. There was a whole segment about how you both cried during the movie E.T. And how old was I? I was 10! All right, but I mean, you're crying over an E.T. alien. E. No way. E. I'm crying a lot over more emotional than a hardball. A bo- no, that's Wait, not Wait, G Baby was like ten, right? G Baby's a little boy. He's hits a, the gets, game-winning gets hit the, the night before. The movie was awful. No, that is, you're oh wrong, my Dave. God. I want, if you so guys follow Dave on Twitter, awful. go at Dave at Rothenberg ESPN what and a tell him how. Take. You no, know what? I am 100 percent right. I got the biggest crybabies in the world. Literally on this show. I will die like G Baby on this hill. You're oh, wrong, You're right all the time, but you are wrong on this one. Hardball is without question one of the saddest sports movies. Are, one of the saddest movies. Feel the dreams. Weep worthy. Having a catch with your dad. Totally get it. Gee, baby. Dude, it's a kid who got shot. I mean, oh <laughs> it's a t- but it, but you, you don't feel emotionally invested. The movie oh, no. so Keanu bad. Reeves speech at the funeral right before the, the championship game. So Tears. Bad. Dave, Tears. Dave, let's, I'm going to be let's honest. Do, let guys... Let's do it for G Baby. I'm gonna be honest. You've had a lot of awful takes. This might be right up there. Like we're doing NCAA seeding. This might be the number one. Seed. I bet you if you got Keanu Reeves in like a moment, like okay, come here, pull them into a room. You're like, do you regret that you ever made the movie Hardball? He'd be like, Tch. no, it's a sens- for the for the culture, man. It's a sensational movie. Dave, <laughs> sensational Dave you're movie. right. You're right all the time. This is like the first time I've ever been like Dave is 100 percent wrong. Sensational movie. Yeah, man. For oh, the I, cult- I, I, you don't I know feel... what that movie was for the culture, baby. It's different. It hits oh differently. I don't. I don't. You're know getting what, destroyed I, on Twitter, by the way. It, it's 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 just. Do you have a heart? I just like, got a I just got a text from a friend of mine. Dave, this is your worst take ever. I'm it, so sorry. See, I told it's you, just terrible. I told you, and now the phone lines are blowing up. And I'm pretty, and I'm going to screen them. I'm pretty sure it's everyone destroying you because this is the single worst take you've ever had. Oh, uh, maybe so. Bar I'm none. fine with that. Like, <laughs> I had another guy. He says, "Dave, please pull this back. Terrible." Yeah, apologize. How, how about we, we take a break? Think and about the way, the I'm take. getting killed on Twitter. I get I get Lonnie and Harlem hardball when G Baby died. I didn't cry, but I was definitely sad as hell. Fine. Um... Cheeks sends a note, R.I.P.G. Baby, and then Penske, worst take ever, G. Baby Dine is so sad. Don't you even have a See, heart. Cheeks agrees with us. The yeah. movie was so bad. No, you you're couldn't wrong. possibly cry. I cried my girlfriend. It, again, it wasn't Carlos Correa going to a different team. <laughs> that is absurd. <laughs>